Welcome to The Future is Female Powerlifting, a show where women of all strengths can explore the world of female powerlifting. I am your host, Heidi Donnell, a 60-kilo powerlifting gym owner, and each episode we bring you an inspiring interview or message to help you unlock your true inner strength potential. Thanks for tuning in. Aloha, my beautiful friends, and welcome back. We are on episode 85, and today we're talking about shoes. <laughs> and as dumb as that may sound, I know every single one of you have thought about the shoes they put on their foot. And if you haven't, it's because you haven't thought about it yet. <laughs> and it does matter. So today I'm just going to talk a little bit about some shoes that I've used, um, ones that I recommend, and things to consider as you are buying shoes for yourself and if you plan to use multiple shoes for powerlifting. And of course, this episode is brought to you by my gym, Core Strength and Performance, where we live through strength. And of course, we want to help you out. That's what we do. That's what I love to do. I love to help women, men who want to powerlift, who want to be stronger and not just powerlifting. Maybe it's something um, that you are wanting to strength train and you've never really kind of explored what a structured strength training program would be like. You know, I've talked about this before, but my husband and I were very adamant about having people feel good and lift good, right? So I program different. We do things a little different at our gym. And if that's something you're interested about, if you are interested in nutrition or uh, strength training, powerlifting, hit us up core256.com. That's C-O-R-E 256.com. And remember, if this episode helped you out at all, if you feel like you learned something from it, or maybe you're listening to one of our older episodes and you feel like you learned something there, then take a screenshot, send it to me on Instagram. I love reposting. I love tagging people who are in it. It always helps me know that we are on the right track with the content that can help you. And if you haven't checked out our YouTube, look for Core Strength and Performance. You'll see a video on our last episode where we talked about powerlifting over 40. This episode will also be on YouTube the day after it launches. So it'll be on Saturday. Um, and so if you're watching this, there is two microphones in front of me right now. <laughs> one set up for one thing and one set up for the other. So I kind of feel like, oh, like, oh, look at me. I got two microphones. But really, it's more of a hassle than anything. <laughs> so let's get it started with shoes. So I think the best way to do this is break down shoes into two, pretty much two categories. One category is going to be our flatter shoe. And one category is going to be our elevated shoe. Now we're going to start off with our flatter uh, type of shoe. I'm going to kind of give you the gist of what I'd recommend and what sort of shoes are out there and what people tend to use. Um, because I think that when you first start out, you might not realize that a running shoe might not be the most uh, effective shoe to use when you are weight training. Um, there is a lot of cushion in a shoe and most weightlifting shoes don't have much cushion on the bottom. And the reason is that we're transferring a lot of force when we're lifting. Right. So when you have that cushion, which is great for running, it's great for other activities that you might be doing, cross training or tennis, other things that you might want a little bit of cushion in there. It doesn't necessarily translate so well when you're talking about powerlifting, Olympic lifting. Um, they're also a lot of times they're not very stable on the foot. If you know, one thing I'm always looking at when I'm training people is watching their foot. Right. Are they able to put pressure not only on their toe, but their um, their arch 
their heel? Is it even? Are they, you know, rolling back and forth? Is the ankle rolling inside and out? These are all things that you should take a notice on your own self. So like when you're taking videos of yourself, is your heel coming off the floor? Is uh, your toes lifting up? Are the shoes making your toes lift up? These are all things that you really have to consider because when we have sort of that swaying um, or that loss, you know, when you're going back and forth, it's essentially kind of a loss of the energy that you could be using towards that lift. And it's just not as efficient as it could be. And as such a simple fix would be just to get a better shoe. So the number one thing, of course, that I'm going to tell you, and you probably already know this, is ditch the running shoes. Ditch those soft, cushiony shoes that you have out there and opt for something that's going to be a little bit more flat. Now, what should that flat shoes look like? Now, almost all of the shoe companies out there have some sort of flat shoe. I would have to say that Reebok has done a really good job of trying to market a flat shoe because of the CrossFit Games, because their CrossFit affiliation, right? So they are going to have more options for a flatter shoe that I've used. Um, There are a number of flat Reebok style, CrossFit style shoe that I recommend. And I I like them all, almost every single one. Every once in a while, I'll get a new style and um, it just fits like shit, you know, but it's kind of like, oh, I want to try something new. If you stick to their most... um, their most basic ones that they carry over and over. You can't go wrong. Nike also has a a CrossFit style shoe that's really good. It's flat. Most people, it's very comfortable for. It's great to work out in. You can also do um, jumps and things like that if you want to. Uh, But the idea is that the shoe is essentially flat. So we don't have a lot of rolling up in the toe. And that's a great indicator if the shoe is a running shoe. If you're looking at your shoe and there's a slight arch at the top where the toes curl up like that, that's supposed to help you with running, right? So it's supposed to help facilitate a better gait as you're running. With most of the flat shoes you're going to look for, you don't want that. In fact, that's another thing I'm going to get into about some of the popular shoes that we have out there. So as unpopular as this may seem, Converse are not the best. I wouldn't, let's just go. I own Converse. Let me caveat this. I own Converse. I own Vans and variations of them. If I had to really take a look at my feet when I'm squatting uh, or deadlifting in those shoes, I'm going to say that they're not the best. There is a slight pull of my toes in my Converse. And I've noticed that newer Converse within the last, I I think they had a, a time period where they sold the company or they did something because the inside of the shoe feels different too. Um, but I wouldn't say that they're the best because of that. You know, they, they're not necessarily going to help bring my toes on the floor. They're, it's angled up and there's nothing I can do to make that squash down a little bit more. Um, so as unpopular as this may seem, just consider that. I'm not saying that your Converse ain't working or your Vans ain't working, but take a look at them. Do they look like you have your whole foot on the floor? Are you able to grab onto the floor with your toes? Are you able to feel the inside of your arch on the on the shoe? Because that those things are important. As much as you may not think about them, they are important when you're lifting. So though Converse and Vans are probably the, the best in price-wise, easy to find, um, I would say that they're not my number one favorite thing if I had to tell somebody to buy something absolute. There are so many shoes out there right now that are 
great for powerlifting if you want to have minimal contact on the floor, um, but might not necessarily be the best stability wise, right? So the benefit of Converse and Vans is you can lace that motherfucker in, right? It's leather. We have a good sole. We have these things that are really good for loading the body with weight. Um, but there are other shoes that I love that might not necessarily be as stable around the ankle or the foot, but are um, able, you're able to get much flatter on the floor. You're able to feel the toes and everything in there. Um, and th- these are a few that I'm going to list for you. So the one that I love and is my favorite and I use it are called Barefoot Shoes. So Barefoot was made um, in collaboration with Chris Duffin, who's been on the show before. Um, and it's a Kabuki strength collaboration, I would say, with Barefoot. So Barefoot, B-E-A-R, foot, is a very flat-soled shoe. And the idea is just that. It is super duper flat. And it's meant to feel like you're walking barefoot. Um, But there is a sole, so you're able to use it in a meet. There is a tie with it, so you're able to kind of get you know, in there, they are slightly wider, which I like because my feet got wider after my last kid. I think they got wider on every kid, but, um, the last one was a lot of weight for me. So I noticed that my feet are a little bit wider. Um, and I like them. They're very comfortable. I will say that if you're used to having your feet sort of locked in with laces and like a leather, you know, like your vans, right. They're kind of right around your foot. This does not feel like that. This is very much, fabric tightened and reinforced, um, but it doesn't have the same feeling that a conventional Converse or Chucks or anything like that would feel like. So if you think that that might be something that would sway you, just keep those things in mind. Other notable flat shoes that are sort of newer in the market um, is the Notorious Lifters. Some people love to squat, bench, and deadlift in all three of those. I think they were really designed for a sumo lifter. Um, Notorious Lifters, I remember following his page when he first started. I think he didn't didn't have like a 1,000 followers. I don't know how I saw his shoes. I don't even know. I just remember thinking like, this is the kind of shoe we need. We need somebody to make a shoe that's like a sumo shoe. Now that dude's like, what a great businessman. But he makes a good quality product. It's been revised over and over and over. I don't know what generation they're on now, but they're offered with so many different styles. Um, So the benefit of that is that, you know, not only is it going to be reinforced with two straps, it has reinforcing on the side. So for sumo sumo lifters, as you're pushing out, you're going to have almost something to push against. Now, barefoot doesn't have that. I wouldn't say that it's, you know, made for sumo lifting or just deadlifting in general. Um, I haven't had any problems with it. I've only competed twice in it. Um, I don't always deadlift with them, so I can't say that I put tons of miles in it. Uh, I, I tend to bear, I tend to deadlift barefoot, so uh, real barefoot instead of in the barefoot shoes. But notorious lifters, I know a ton of people that love them. So that, I mean, for the price that you pay, I believe it's like around sixty dollars. I think it's a pretty good shoe, and you can use it throughout. The other shoes that kind of been around for a while, um, the lifting large ground lock shoes, those are a great price. Same idea as the Notorious Lifters. I don't think they have the same sort of reinforcement, but I have uh, two lifters that wear those. They love it. And they're sumo lifters. Um, $34. (laughs) That's a great price. Uh, And you can use it for benching, squat. I mean, you can do it for all three. It's what you feel comfortable with. So other notable ones are going to be your Sabos. Sabos are... um, they're going to be a little bit more of a high top. I don't believe they have a low top. 
Um, but they've been around for a long time. S-A-B-O, Sabo is another flat shoe that's pretty popular. I do see, I've never used those. I do see that they have a slight lift like a Converse or a Van does. So just keeping that in mind. Um, and I wouldn't say that it's a deal breaker, but if we're talking about like what's going to be, we're talking about every little inch, right? We're like, how can we get closer to the floor and get the best that we can and utilize the most out of our technique? If we're really talking about that, then I'm going to tell you like, okay, let me tell you these little things because they are going to matter for some people. Now, before we get into uh, healed or our other category of shoes, I do want to say this, all of these shoes that I, that I kind of talked about. Um, most of the barefoot, notorious, the lifting large, these are all great shoes that are more often used for deadlifting. Occasionally you see people use them for squats and deadlift. Barefoot, I know Joe Sullivan uses it for squatting and deadlifting. I use it for squatting and deadlifting. When we are considering a squat shoe, and I will tell you this is a piece of advice because I did not catch on to this fault in my shoes till too late. When we are squatting, Vans, very comfortable, very like, you know, something we always, you know, like, oh, these are great. They look great. They're perform. They're good price. They're popular. Um, if you are using a high top leather bound shoe, you're probably limiting your range of motion in your ankle. So if you find yourself tightening them real tight at the ankle and in your squat, you see your heels lift up, take out the highs, <laughs> take out the high tops, opt for something that is a low top. We want to be able to utilize the ankle as much as possible. And this is something that I did not catch for a long time. And it wasn't until it clicked for me when I was talking to my husband, I was like, damn it, how could I not real? And I can feel it. Maybe some of you have squatted with your high tops and you're like, oh shit, I could feel like the leather around my ankle. Yeah, well, duh, right? And I could see that my heel comes up, but it doesn't come up if I squat barefoot. Now that tells me a lot, right? It's not the mobility in my in my ankle. So just keep that in mind that if you are going to choose um, uh, one of these shoes to squat with and it's flat, it, it, flat or not, for the most part, you're going to have a low top shoe, but like Sabos, I believe are a high top. There are a bunch of bodybuilding shoes that are flat that are, I mean, they're probably going to make their comeback and I'm sure there's a ton of people who still use them, but you know, I'm talking about like old stringer bodybuilding dudes with those high tops. They got like stringer shirts on and some baggy shorts or sweatpants, you know, and it's those, those kind of chunkier weightlifting shoes. We call them weightlifting, but really they're just sneakers that are high tops. Those will like limit your mobility. So keep those things in mind. If you do opt for a shoe for squatting, try to keep it a low top. All right, moving into our more heeled shoe or a lifter shoe. Now, why would you want to use a heeled or a lifter shoe versus a flat shoe? Well, there's a lot of reasons. Um, I normally, when I'm training people, and this is a perfect example, talk about my girl, Isabel, um, I don't normally put people into a heel right away. The heel can help you get into a better position because of the angle at your ankle. Not everybody needs to have that. Sometimes people need to work on their pattern of squat without a heel, in my opinion. Sometimes putting a shoe on right away kind of limits some, certain parts of their training if they're just learning. I personally like to see somebody develop a squat 
in a flat shoe to see how well they do, how well their ankle looks uh, before I slap on a heel. The reason why I would switch somebody to a heel is if one, they do have bad mobility in their ankles. And I'm going to talk about Isabel here. She is the most wonderful person. Uh, She's one of my ladies at the gym. And Isabel's been with us a long time since she was, wow, a couple years now, like three years. Um, But she's like, I've always had bad mobility. Like I did ballet for years, but I could never, like I just naturally had not the best mobility for somebody who kind of did all these things. So when we kind of measured her, her dorsiflexion, like how well her ankle actually flexes back and forth, it wasn't that good. So just recently we talked about like, hey, why don't, why don't you think about getting a shoe? I personally don't try to put people in a shoe right away because one, I find that when people are choosing a new um, sport or hobby like powerlifting, they want to get all the bells and whistles, right? And I know I am speaking to somebody right now who was like, oh, I need new shoes. I need new leggings. I need uh, deadlift socks. I need to have another type of deadlift sock to match this shoe. You know what I mean? And then you are like, deep and maybe you quit powerlifting. That is not something I want for people. So I try to like tell people like, Hey, this is, you know, it doesn't have to be expensive and you don't need to have these things. They're all a plus. So for her, I was like, Hey, I think it's time you've been, you know, doing this a while. I think that your squat would benefit from having heels. And she went and she got some. And she actually got a pair that I'm going to talk about today. Her squat improved. The bar path looks better. So in her case, it was definitely something that I would recommend. Um, if you find that you're having a harder time getting to uh, getting deeper, that could also help you. If you feel like you're losing a lo- using a little bit too much back, so you look more like a folding chair like me <laughs> versus of an upright position, the heels will actually help you to keep your back in a better upright position. So um, there's definitely a place for it. I would say that most lifters nowadays could benefit from a heel because I see more lifters squat in an upright position, not totally upright, uh, but instead of a very back heavy, um, I wouldn't say most lifters. I will say that I just see more lifters who are opting for a type of squat that would benefit with lifters. And that would be one of the main reasons I would have somebody switch to lifters. So I'm going to talk about a few that I've used. Um, and then I'll kind of give you a gist of a few that I like and why you would choose those. Um, but you know, I haven't bought a pair of lifters in years and I'm actually going to buy one. So, um, I'll tell you which ones I'm probably going to buy based off of all the research that I did. One of the most cost-effective ones that I found um, that I think would be great for anybody who's just trying out the shoe, doesn't want to spend too much money, is the Adidas Powerlift. They have a Powerlift 4 now, and they I think they still have the Powerlift 3. It can be anywhere from $100. Some, some of the sites had it for $80. Um, and the nice thing about the Powerlift is it's a pretty good overall healed shoe. It's reinforced nicely. Um pretty cool looking, you know, like it has a nice, uh, feel for it. Um, it's not too narrow. It's not too wide. It seems to be like the best all around lifter. If you're not sure where to start, I will say that all the, all of these shoes will have a different height in their lifters. Um, and the benefit of that one is if you're a little bit higher, that might be able to put you in a better position. However, that is not the case for everybody. I personally would not opt for a really high lift unless I've used them before. So if you have somebody you know that has lifters, dude, 
asked to try it on. I know it's kind of gross, <laughs> but I did that. My friend had like five different pairs when I was Olympic lifting. I was like, what in the world? And it was night and day when I tried on like a CrossFit style one. And then the ones that I ended up getting, which were really freaking awesome. Um, I ended up getting both and I actually used a CrossFit one now um, because the the arch is not as much for me or the raise. Um, and at the time that suited me, I don't know if that suits me now. You know, I, I don't, if I'm going to try it out and I'm going to see if it's, I don't think it's good. I think I need more. <laughs> so um, considering those things, um, that's just something to keep in mind. Some other ones that are notably great lifting shoes and have been around for a while, um, Innovates, the company I-N-O-V-8. Innovate has their own powerlift, or I should say squat shoe. They might call it a squat shoe. Listen, I'm going to tell you that the next couple I'm going to tell you, they're they're expensive. Innovates can be anywhere from $125 to $180. Like that's, that's an investment. Now, if you plan on doing this for a while, it's a good investment. Those CrossFit ones I have are eight years old. I don't know what happened to the other one, like the one that was more expensive. Um, but like now looking in hindsight, that's totally worth it. You know what I mean? So for me, and I like to keep this in perspective for you cheap. Yeah. Cheap is great. But if you plan on kind of doing this for a little while too, get the good quality, get the stuff that's reinforced, get the stuff that you see good reviews on. That's the things that are going to be important. So the innovate great shoe for a lifter, um, Adi Power, these are the ones that we had before. Um, and these are probably the most popular, I would say, in like Olympic lifting too, at least with my friends. I'm not going to say that. With my friends, the Adis, Adidas Adi Power were super popular. Fucking love the color. They were red. They were dope. Um, 200. But is it a great shoe? Yes, it's a great shoe. I don't know if I could wear those now because my feet were more narrow then. So I, I might be a little bit uncomfortable with that one. Um I do remember it feeling snug then, so I, I would I would have to try them on before. Um, Nike has two types of shoes that are out. The, these ones are fairly new, the Nike Savalios, which are a newer type, and then the Nike Romalios. So those are the ones that I know of. Romalios were something that's good for people who have a little bit more of a wider flat foot. Um, those are 180, anywhere from 150 to 180. A newer one that I never heard of was Core. So it's called like Core Lifting Shoes. $100. That's a pretty good price. I can't give any um, feedback on those. I was reading the criteria of it and it seemed pretty good. A lot of the differences you're going to find in some of these um, is going to be how reinforced and stitching are and what's the height of the lifter. Reebok also makes a legacy lifter, um, which... I've heard wonderful things about. They are really pretty. I don't know if you've if you've looked up uh, shoes that the one with the gold heel. I've never used them, but they look fantastic. <laughs> Those are pricey too. So um, you're really going to have to weigh the cost. Like, how does it? You know, how do you feel about that and having that on the platform? Now, the next two I'm going to talk about. The first one, um, Nordic lifting shoes. Now, the these you know, a lot of people like these shoes in particular. I will say that one of the downsides of it is that it is a one, almost a one and a half lift, like a raise on the shoe itself, like a wedge, you know what I'm saying? And then the actual elevation port is part is 0.47. So in actuality, it's, it's really kind of big. I don't know if that would translate the best for uh, a squat. Maybe for some people it might, but you can imagine there's going to be, you know, an inch and a half on the 
you know, that part and then it gets higher. So, um, for just the, you know, the sake of this podcast, I wanted to mention it, but keep that in mind if you were considering that shoe. Now, the one that I personally like and the one that, um, I had a Koila, one of our lifters just bought are the Doins or the Doins. I, you know, I've, think it's called Doe but um, they've been around for a while and Doe look like what you would think uh, a martial arts shoe turned weightlifter would look like. You can find Doe on uh, Reebok and they're $125, so they're not the cheapest. And I would say that if you are particular on a style, it might not necessarily be the best looking style. <laughs> um, I know that uh, Koilo... <laughs> She was like, oh, they, they're not that cute. I, and, you know, it has that kind of like old school martial arts looking shoe. Um, so if any of you have ever not seen one, it, they just look kind of like a shoe you would have on your foot if you're doing martial arts. That's the best way I can put it. Anyways, it's a pretty great shoe. And the nice thing is it has a wood bottom. Some people love that wood bottom. You got to remember that a lot of these lifters are going to feel like bowling shoes. Like they're going to be stiff. They're going to be hard. But it has a great feeling when you're squatting. Um the nice thing about the Doe-Wins, too, is that they're a 0.75-inch raise, um, and I think that that's probably, like, the gold standard um, when we're talking about elevation. Not too high, not too low, but just right. You know what I mean? And with both those styles of shoes, to wrap it up, you can choose what you want to lift in. These are all just considerations and things to think about. You can change your shoe on every lift. Um, I certainly have done that. Um, I will use a heeled lift when I'm benching because then it gives me a little lift up because I'm so short. I'm five one. Um, so that's actually helped me. But, um, in the end, you want to just keep in mind, like what's going to help you perform better. I know that we want to all look great out there. But in the end, we want a shoe that's going to help us lift efficiently, um, not make us wobbly or throw us off. And with those considerations, like, all right, can I afford this too? You know, I don't want people to go out. I had somebody who was competing and they were signing up for their meet and they bought everything SPD. So SPD belt, SPD singlet, SPD knee sleeves, uh, wrist wraps, I can socks, you know what I'm saying? Shirt, all of it. Did not compete. No joke. And I don't want that for you guys. I'm not saying that you'll do that, but a lot of times we get gung-ho about the accessories and then we forget like, ah, shit, this stuff can add up. So just keep those things in mind when you're lifting. You don't always have to buy the most expensive one, but a quality is going to last you a long time. And uh, I will say that I don't personally, this is just a side note, recommend using lifters for deadlifting. So Sometimes I see people who predominantly train CrossFit who enter a powerlifting meet who use a CrossFit shoe that has a lifter, right? They Because, I mean, that's like the one I have. It's able to, you're able to do some Olympic lifts and then you can run if you need to, right? The lift isn't super high, but it's enough where um, it'll help you where you need to. I will say that if you're trying to use that for deadlifting, it might've worked for you in CrossFit. It's probably not the best when you're deadlifting. It put, tilts you over the bar a little bit more than most people need to be. And very, I'm trying to think of a time that I saw somebody pull in lifters and I thought they were in a good position. I can't think of once. 
Uh, you know, like it, normally you see people and they're too pitched over. Um, and what happens is just throws everything off. So if you are considering or you are using, you know, lifters for your deadlift, take them off, take, put some flats on, try it out, give it a groove. I think you would enjoy that a lot better. And if there was a shoe here I didn't talk about that you have, send me a picture of it. I would love to see what you all train with, um, and then I will post it. I would love to kind of share a little bit of that. Maybe it's an unconventional shoe. But if you do have your shoe, tell me why you like it. Or if you have a shoe that you bought and you're like, oh my gosh, this was total failure, um, tell me why that is too. Because, I mean, that's how we all learn, and that's how I learn. <laughs> it's a lot of mistakes in buying stuff or thinking it would be great and it really was mediocre all right y'all have a great day lifting